cutting edge guests, awesome uncensored jaw-dropping information, plus funny memes, good deeds, and loads of laughter. Kind of have it all. Ladies and gentlemen, if your soul's awake, then welcome, because you're in the right place. Welcome back, all you Divine Lions, Lionesses, to The Sovereign Soul Show, The A.J. Roberts Show, and most importantly, The Grace of God, God Wins on Rumble with Bishop Jim O'Connor, a former U.S. Army Airborne Major Infantry Company Commander, West Point graduate, who back in 1972 punched the demon Cobal when it manifested itself in his room at West Point as a plebe with two general officers there, the psychic who predicted JFK's death. The demon had picked her up and thrown her across the room. This is all chronicled. And we're why I go with that introduction, because, you know, we stand for love, levity, liberty, and Mr. A.J. Roberts and the Mr. A.J. Roberts show is about mission consciousness, is there are still people out there whom we've admired, we've respected for them bringing light forth, but might have been co-opted, and it certainly seems so in one case, and they're bringing forward things like Ishtar and Archangel Ball and Merge with the Monad and, you know, welcome in the Supreme Being, yet God's code is in our DNA. So Ishtar happens to be the wife of Satan. Archangel Baal, no such thing. We know that Satanists worship Moloch and Baal. Like the Baal Center in Denver used to be the Pepsi Center, Pepsi is known for and continues HEK239 and Sinomex, that is human embryonic kidney cells, which are derived from aborted babies. Planned Parenthood aborts babies. So Satan's still around, and we need to make sure we bring light to this. So these... Fine gentlemen, especially Bishop Jim O'Connor, who has performed successfully 16 exorcisms now, and is a bishop in the pre-Constantine Orthodox Church with access to all 777 books of the Bible, are here to talk about what we can do to send out God's glory of light, of the greatest omnipresence of divinity, into the world to stop a potential harvest of souls from Satan between now and October 22nd. Gentlemen, honored to be back on the show with you. We've got three countries represented here too, three military boys. Love it. And Jim's the big howitzer in the room. <laughs> well, I never wanted to be the artillery guy because I love being an infantry guy. But uh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, man. The infantry definitely needs the artillery because it's, uh, it's a combat multiplier. Yeah, That's and he's an engineer. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, we're we're, we're going to blow shit up today. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> I'm the guy who's throwing grenades, firing laws, and carrying the rifle as an infantry. We've got an infantry company commander, an artillery guy, and an engineer. Wow, how how amazing is this? And the spiritual battle, literally the ultimate battle for souls, right? Hey, with with God on our side, we're just going to kick ass and take names. Brick and right. Brick and right. So maybe we should share a little background on how we all came to uh, came upon doing this show. And then these two fine gentlemen will be with the Vias Twins later this week. Um, I won't be able to be on it with them. But I will say that any of you watching this show, this is probably one of the most important shows in your life to listen to and share because of what's upon us between now and October 22nd. And that includes our dear friends who also have their own shows. So, Jim, maybe we open this with prayer first. 
and we kick it off for it. I think this would be an excellent time to use the law of encroachment prayer because we're going to make lots of enemies here and we're going to need divine protection. Father God, before the courts of heaven, we invoke the law of encroachment and we ask you, Father, to send the holy angels to protect us, to remove all spells, curses, hexes, devices and evil operations and general generational curses that are put upon us and our loved ones. And we ask this in Jesus' most holy name. Amen. And thank you, Father, for answering our prayer. Absolutely. Thank you. God bless. AJ, how did we get here? Let's talk about that a little bit. Um. Well, we've all been on these crazy journeys, haven't we? And like all three of us and uh, or anybody who's watching this podcast, really, and we've all grown into um, much higher positions within ourselves. It doesn't matter where you're at the last three years, no matter your views has grown you massively. Like, and some people may not realize that, but you know, there's majority of people are, they can see it within themselves. And along that journey is, uh, is, is a person's spiritual essence. Um, many have grown into it, you know, significantly and emphatically and like literally embodying it. And it's, it's beautiful to see, you know, us three included. Um, but also there's been, uh, as part of this ever grown journey has been like a, a lot of duality and a lot of polarity that's been presented to everybody in some shape or form for a number of years. Um, Many people are at the point now where they're just like, they just had enough now. They're just like, I want to get off planet, add enough, beam me up, Scotty, just get me out of here. Um, so other people are very much can see what's happening, boots on the ground type of thing, kind of like what we're doing and just trying to like educate people and help people through it all, um, doing what we're doing. Um, and, you know, and and that's been the great part of all this. It's, this is this whole pandemic, scamdemic, whatever you want to call it, is actually highlighted some of the most phenomenal spiritual leaders on the planet that they didn't even know they were capable of that like they you know that their, their role in life has been shown to them in the most emphatic way you know and, and I'm, I'm one of those people you know i've gone from being in the military to go around the country to doing torts and activating people's third eyes and all sorts you know i never thought i'd have this conversation stood in the mess over a pint back in the day in the in the military right um but what we're also seeing now is a number of like in, a number of influential people who seem to have um, either been infiltrated or have completely gone off the rails, or this was their journey and intention the whole time. But probably a mixture of the three. But we're seeing it around the whole world. It's not just like a individual person. Uh, there's it's happening in a number of places right now, and um, you know you need to go onto the likes of maybe Twitter and Instagram, and you can actually see a lot of people calling these people out um because they're just suddenly just bringing nothing but fear to the to their audience you know there's people doing it a, uh, last week about the um the october 4th fema um warning ebs the broadcast uh, alert that was going out but making out that it was going to be you know there's something to be fearful about and people should lock their phones away switch the phones off and go and hide in the mountains and all this kind of stuff Do you know what i mean there was a number of key influences, especially in the United States, uh, that were doing that and seemed to just bring a lot of fear and misinformation without any solutions. And that the rate of that is like ramped up. 
Um, and we've got influences in other places around the world that seem to be coming from a darker place rather than a place of light. And that has come to light with me um, over the last week or so. And um, yeah, as a result, I've kind of uh, kind of made decisions that I've made to pretty much stay in my lane um, and stick to what I'm doing right now, which is traveling around the country, doing online talks uh, and running my my membership program for, you know, all the members, you know, the amazing members that are in there that are, are benefiting from what I'm about. You know, so um, I made a, I made a decision to to pull out of an event that's taking place on the twenty second of October, and because you know my role in that event just isn't me. You know, it's not the kind of person I am. You you guys know that, and the majority of people who listen to me know that I'm just a plain t shirt wearing ex ex soldier that just says it how it is. You know, I don't need to change the way I speak or the language that I speak or or have that done for me. Um, so I decided to kind of, you know, speak to the, a good, good, a good amount of people about it, uh, including people like yourselves. And uh, I made the decision to, um, to, to, to pull out of it. And but not only have I made decisions to pull out of that, I've decided because of that that I'm not going to associate myself with any events, you know, similar. I don't need to, you know. That's because it's been a big lesson for myself. Um. And it, and it's been great, and and the feedback I've uh, I've had as a result of these decisions, and it's not just this event; it's like even going on certain people's podcasts. Um, I've decided to to step away from that because there's a uh, as you, as you guys know, and a lot of the audience know, that we're we're experiencing like every frequency known to man all at the same time at the moment, aren't we? In, in one pot, in one big tile, it's just like a huge boiling pot at the minute. Like it's spitting out all sorts, isn't it? Like for all of us to see, and we're being shown the darkness on. A grand grand scale so it's it's how we stomach that it's how we discern that and it's how we let it affect us is inevitably what's going to be like the uh the outcome for a number of us so i've pulled myself away from all that so i can concentrate on bringing nothing but light to it all the same as you guys you know and that the number of us that want to do that is growing and growing and growing which is more important and i think now more than ever we're at a point where like we all, we, we just need to get together and put this big blanket of light over this like last bit of darkness. It's like clinging on for dear life, you know, as we come to the end of this, um, the end of this movie, end credits, done after party, you know, um, and it's just a case of it's that that curtain that we need to, you know, surround around people that which is just pure light, um, to get people just to, just to kind of uh, I get some gain of reassurance that people aren't falling into a naive trap where they innocently think that they might be doing something good, but actually might turn out to be nefarious. Um, because there's a lot of that going on in everywhere you look as well. Lots of deception, lots of like, Oh, come over this way and hang over in this circle. Cause this is where all the stuff is, but they're just being put into a box and compartmentalized and taken out of the battle. You know what I mean? It's a, uh, I have to make the, uh, the, I have to make the, the analogy of um, say this, uh, say this pen lid here, is a, a 5.56 millimeter standard NATO round, which is uh, used not to kill people, but to maim, you know, so it's designed to shoot, shoot at somebody, but not kill them. It's designed to maim them so that they, it takes them out of the battle, but then it takes another four or five people out of the battle to remove the casualty. And what we're seeing at the minute is lots of 5.56s being uh, weapons pointed at their own people and rounds being fired at their own people, taking people out of the battle. 
And uh, that's what we're seeing on a, a big scale at the moment. So um, I guess my, my main message is from my own experience of the last couple of weeks is to, you know, just just check in with the people who res- actually really resonate with you that like, you know, that say it how it is. Don't put like big fluffy names and gowns and f- f- uh, pretend light on stuff um, that doesn't serve you from in here uh, and listen like wholeheartedly to that heart. Uh, and the people around you that, you know, that have your back. Um, so th- I guess that in essence, that would be my message uh, from from uh, experiences of the last couple of weeks. And Bishop Jim has got uh, the book of Adam, books of Adam and Eve that go back thousands of years, written in, I think the last iteration was the fourth century, Jim. So we asked AJ the question, how did we get here? You've got it from the biblical sense, and I'm sure you'd like some comments on what AJ just said as well, too, as we move forward. Well, I I agree with everything that AJ said, first off. He's right. We are in a spiritual battle. Probably the last really huge battle between good and evil. Um, Evil will be vanquished. It's a matter of how many people they're going to take with them. And the event that AJ is alluding to when uh, they put out information that they're going to, well, first off, at the moment of our conception, God, the creator, has his Holy Spirit breathe a soul into the union of the egg and the sperm. And at that point, we are fully human. And being fully human, we grow in our mother's womb and hopefully we're successfully birthed and we grow and and we live. Once we're conceived, we have all the God in us that we need. We don't need anything else. We don't need some character named Baal, who is another name for Satan. We don't need Ishtar, who is Satan's wife and the mother of perversion, the mother of the Jezebel spirit. And when we invite these demons in who are in a panic, because if they're not in somebody, they're going to hell. And they'll do anything to stay out of hell. And when the all these demons are thrown into hell, if you're if they're inside of you, you're going with them. It's a terrible place. You don't want to go there. The demons hate hell. It's a place that one of the things that exorcists know from speaking with demons during the exorcism to find out how they got into somebody which requires some training and you can't make a mistake. And you definitely need God's protection, the scapular, the rosary, and all sorts of good things to help with that protection. The holy angels, the holy saints, God, Jesus himself, is that nobody punishes like God. That's a, that's a truth. And these beings know they're going to be punished by God because of the war they started in the presence of God in heaven. 
and they don't care what lie you buy. You know, they throw all sorts of lies like spaghetti against the wall and they see what sticks. And, and all you have to do is comply with it a little bit and you've opened a portal and a door and they will come into your life and make your life a living hell until they get to take it out. And that's their goal. And they can sound as nice as can be. And if you remember the movie, The Exorcist, that was out in the 70s. I mean, it was a really scary horror flick. It was based on a true story. The differences were it was a little boy, not a little girl. The second priest lived. And this little kid unwittingly invited this being who said his name was Captain Howdy Sounds pretty nice. Why wouldn't a little kid want to play with a Captain Howdy? Well, this Captain Howdy was one of the lieutenants of Satan. And this little kid did levitate. His face changed. His head spun around. I've seen all these kind of things in person. They really do happen. They are freaky. But when they act out like this, it's because they're very close to being expelled out of the body. That's what one of the things that wasn't covered in the movie. When they have to act out, it's because they're afraid and they do want to kill the person, but a good exorcist keeps that from happening. But we're at the crescendo of this battle between good and evil. I don't know when it's going to end, but these demons are looking for a new home a body that they can live in or a body they can take with them to torture in hell. When they torture you, they're not as in much pain. And so if anyone tells you, you can, they can come into you, yeah, they sure can. If you invite them in, they'll come into you. But they're not good, benevolent beings. They, they were at one time until they got thrown out of heaven. But this is real, and it's scary, and it's freaky. And I understand that there are people who don't want to deal with this. Well, don't invite them in. Don't feed them with your hate or your resentment. Be in the state of grace. Send love. Someone upsets you, send them love. Be people of love. Love conquers all. Love is the force that they can't stand. Hatred, resentment, anger, lust. They're their food. The more you lust, the more you'll have them, they'll be in your life. The more you hate, the more they'll be in your life. You open portals, they'll control you. You'll be unable to control your rage or your, your lust or your desire for money or your desire for power. And now when you think of this, think of the politicians we have. Think of some of the priests and pastors we have. They're so into the money. They say whatever people want to hear because they want the money. Well, if they're doing that, are they really doing God's work? Or are they doing the work of the other side? And if you support them in doing the work of the other side, you're helping the devil. We all have to wake up and understand whether we like it or not, the battle is upon us. And we have to choose the side. And if we sit on the fence, the fence pulls the devil.
And if you're sitting on the fence, think of it as a very sharp pointed fence and you're just hovering above one of the points and the devil will more than happy to pull you on that point and impel you with it. Get off the fence, choose the side of light. There are many different ways to worship Almighty God. There are many different ways to Jesus. And there are many ways that you can fall off the rails and choose the wrong side. But if you think that the higher being Baal or Lucifer or Satan or Moloch or Ishtar or Aphrodite or Diana are here to help you, you're smoking dope and you're in a lot of trouble because you have been totally deceived. And if you don't get your head out of your fourth point of contact for you airborne types and back on your shoulders, you're screwed. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think uh, one thing I, I did in a bit of research as well is like the actual ish star um, actually became an eight thing, a thingy star pentagram. Yes, yep. and so A has the pentagram. So um, I'm not going to show it here because I'd rather show a scapular in God than this to give them the conversation. But the same thing in Serapis Bay going back to Egypt in the Barbie movie. We just anybody who saw the Barbie movie, you know, you need to pray away that, that for example, because Ishtar is in the opening scene and throughout the entire film, they have the image of Ishtar. You know, as if it's an archangel, it's not. And then at the end of the Barbie movie, they worship Satan. And this is done to program the children and the families who are still going to Hollywood, who won't show you sound of freedom hmm. to pick up the world to the child trafficking and human slavery, which is pervasive for Satan's needs. Yeah. Hiding in plain sight. Hmm. but i, I guess I uh, all of this is these is lessons if you think about it, really this is like lessons that are like way up here you know that like we probably wouldn't have paid as much attention to two three years ago without so much knowledge and and size of network and you know people flagging friends friends flagging things up and you know getting in touch with people and and things like that so um you know there's there's people are experiencing these kind of things right now and questioning certain narratives and maybe people they follow. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, you're not in the wrong. There's nothing. You, you're actually doing the right thing by like challenging your belief systems, whether that information actually rings true to you, you know, which is a, a sign of your level of discernment, a sign of your level of intuition, which is, you know, fantastic. And I guarantee has grown ferociously in the last like six to 12 months. So it's just a case of like tuning into that. Don't dismiss everything, and then and keep keep surrounding yourself with like-minded people who are, you know, who, who know a thing or two about the th the very things that you're unsure of. You know, like uh, for myself, you know, and for Brad, you know, like being able to lean in on Jim with all his knowledge and having access to seven hundred seventy-seven books in the Bible, like that can't go amiss, especially at times like this when we are. This is literally the most. Uh, biblical times we've ever lived in as humans and um you know whether whether you're religious or spiritual or what it, it is what it is it can't be denied um so it's a case of well who are you going to lean in on where are you going to pay your attention where are you going to put your energy i think that's the question that everyone should be asking themselves at the moment i agree and uh 
a funny thing about Barbie, Jonathan Kahn, that great messianic rabbi, uh, exposed who Barbie was modeled after. It was modeled after a, after a German porn doll. Going to be jabbing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So, and when you look at the the doll and you look at Barbie, the original Barbie and this German porn doll, identical. Mm. I mean, all the ki- all the programming and the kids is like is there to be seen now. Because I was saying the other day to people, yeah. you know, like I, I pretty much majority of people now know that big pharma isn't all that, and a lot of people know that like all the vaccinations and that that like kids are being pushed on them from the day they're born to by the time they left school is literally ten x in something like twenty five years, um, which is having a detrimental effect on you know, children's cognitive abilities, you know, the rates of autism, the rates of all these dis- diseases, right? But what do we do? And we, we, what do we play with when we're kids? You know, we get all these doctors and nurses kits, don't we? And they've all got vaccines in it. So we all practice giving each other shots and stuff, thinking it's all normal as part of the programming when we're kids. Yeah, like uh, just finished reading uh, Lee Dundas's book, which is amazing. And as Lee's been on the show and then Dr. Aris is on the show and coming back shortly, they are saying that if, you're at the age of 35 years old right now in the world. You've had less shots than an 18-month-old baby because of what they're prescribing. you got to have these 16 within the first two weeks of birth in a westernized culture. Mm. You know, and and obviously all the side effects, we know. And Dr. Arkins, since we're on the, the point of the injections, and we definitely have a prostate cancer survivor, because of injections, and he can share that story with you here, Bishop Jim, in a moment. Um, as Dr. Artis has said in all of the research, they going back since the creation of a vaccine in modern-day pharmacia medicine, Medici in a Medici. And pharmacia, if anybody's new to the show, pharmacia is sourcing Greek. So every single one of them had, at minimum, one venom. And the current COVID-19, this is through documentation. Why would Pfizer want to hide 75 years, right? A documentation, everybody would be dead by then. 36 venoms in the COVID-19 vaccine alone. So what was identified, clinical studies and trials, folks, if you're new, there's over 1,200 papers on this. Cobra, crate, sea snail, scorpion venom, as well as the venom of like the monitor lizard, those Komodo dragons that build up, go up to like six or 10 feet large in size. And the bacteria in their mouth is so deadly, it's classified as venom. And so that's just alone in the COVID-19 vaccines that they've been giving the kill shots to people. And then if anybody is aware of why a government, governess meant us to control your minds, again, translation from Latin, why they would do this to you um, Bishop Jim here is a survivor and a thriver as a result of a government engineered program of depopulation of their own military in the United States. Of America. <laughs> I was given the 13 vaccines at once to go off to the Gulf War. And uh, I knew a hundred out of every 10,000 of us would get sick. Mm. And they knew if they gave us the same 
horrible shots over a three-day period that nobody would get sick. And they kept us in a holding area for two weeks. Mm. And I had to take a medicine, and I took it for more than 20 years because of the destruction they did to my digestive system, where my immune system is, just like everybody else's. And in 1994, I started a, a pill medicine from one of these big vaccine companies that had the cancer virus in it. And I'm in a lawsuit, a class action suit against the against this company for the cancer they gave me. And there's 21 depositions from people who used to work in those companies, or that company, excuse me, that said that they knowingly put the cancer virus in this medicine. And it even became an over-the-counter medicine. And the lesser dose, it had lesser cancer virus in it. But the dose that I had to take, it was pretty strong. And I'm uh, so far a stage two cancer survivor. But they knew they were doing this, and they were doing this to soldiers who they're going to send off to the, you know, the Great Gulf War. Who in their right mind does that to their own military? And if they would do that to the soldiers they're sending off the battle, what in the heck do you think they'll do to you? Mm. And almost 30 years later, how much better do you think they are at doing it? And so, you really want to trust you really want to trust these people who worship the devil, who, who tax you to the poorhouse, send money overseas to get kickbacks back, who disarmed us and are rattling their saber like, they, like we're a great military power? We don't even have a week's worth of ammo. Mm. We have soldiers who are so sick they can't fight or fly because of all the vaccines they were forced to take now. Mm -hmm. And we're going to start a war with Russia and China? you got to mm -hmm. be kidding me. The, um, how, in, how in the world did these crazy assholes ever get in charge of our government? The, uh, we're, we're, we have the ex exact same sort of thing going on over here, Jim. Uh, so I'm actually... Yeah. I'm actually friends with the the gentleman who's uh, and his team who are heading up the anthrax inquiry uh, here in the UK. Uh, just got confirmation the other day. It's actually gone through the conclusion and it's concluded that absolutely that these uh, these vaccines in the Gulf War and 2003. So I was subject to the anthrax jabs in 2003 and was extremely ill off just the first one. And I never that was my wake up call to all vaccines everywhere. Um, and there was a good number of people who were sick as well, and that's what. And so I was asking myself, like, how can this be, like, logical? It just doesn't make sense. And then I got to Iraq, and then I see guys taking the anti-malaria tablets, um, and they would like waking up in the middle of the night, beating their pillows up and stuff, having crazy dreams. Um, and it's just like, what is going on here? We're literally like experimental pincushions. I was saying that in two thousand and three, um, and. This inquiry now has come to a head and they've said that out of the uh, 31 countries that went into Iraq uh, in 1990-91, um, five led the immunisation programme, obviously the anthrax jabs. 
and uh, which were the USA, Canada, America, sorry, Canada, UK, Australia, and Denmark. Um, and it, across all countries, it was that they had tw- uh, out of everybody who was immunized, and that was combat and non combat troops. That was all of them. Uh, and there, there was even certain individuals that were trying to convince their family's kids to get them as well, just in case they pick something off off dad when he comes home. Um, uh, you might know this person, actually, because he was partly to do with the invention of the mRNA technology in our current COVID uh, vaccines. Um, the uh, 25, We're looking at 25 to 33% of all troops who had them, serious adverse reactions and death. So uh, I know it, I know in UK alone it's well funny enough that number again it's uh, it's approximately thirty three thousand cases of serious injury and death and now the where this tribunal is coming there's a lot of families whose uh, a lot of soldiers and service personnel's families are having to deal with it because they're no longer with us because they died early um, no. and uh, what they're seeing is no no one's living really past seventy. Um, and it's just got numbers and numbers of conditions, and unless they're like you know clearly gifted and uh, of um, you know doing God's work, but like um, the in 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 general, that's what they're seeing across the board. And yeah. the the name of the company um, that produced them is called Bioport. And from what I understand from the conclusion, is the two main beneficiaries of this company during the uh, the anthrax immunization programs were the Bush family. Funnily enough, um, yeah. and the Bin Ladens. So you know, the, again, we're just seeing all this stuff come to fruition now. The ti- the, the timing is actually impeccable because initially the co uh, the inquiry for this was starting to come out and come to a head before COVID started, but then COVID completely backbenched it. Um, but it's actually done it a favour because now millions of people around the world are suddenly so more awake to big pharma and stuff like that. They're going to now see this come out and it's just going to create that tipping point, which is, you know, absolutely fantastic. And these families and victims are going to get the justice they deserve. I'm, I'm looking forward to them getting their justice. And there's a, you know, we were talking earlier about uh, the evil spirits and that. One of my favorite words is the hinting meaning of pandemic. Pan is the uh, god of deception in the ancient world, another name for Satan. Mm. Endemic comes from the Greek word demos, which means in us. So all these people are saying the pandemic, I got the pandemic and all that kind of crap. I don't have the pandemic are actually inviting demons into them. It's, they're really terrible. And that's why we have to say the law of encroachment prayer. We have to be in good standing, obeying God. His commandments weren't suggestions. They were for our own good. Mm-hmm. He's not that punishing a-hole standing on a hill with a lightning bolt, eager to smite us. That's not God. He's the most loving father and mother. He's both masculine and feminine. St. Augustine, the great doctor of all the Christian churches, says that. I'm just 
basically quoting him. I believe him. It's not my idea. I think it's a wonderful idea because it takes both the male and the female to create life. That's one of the lessons of childbirth is it's the union of a man and a woman and God who must be both masculine and feminine. Mm. And we can think of him as father. We can think of God as mother. It's really portrayed well in the movie The Shack, which stars Olivia Spencer and Tim McGraw and a couple other people. That Fabulous movie. But we can't not, we cannot allow these evil entities to be such a part of our life because every time we do, when we invite them in or we get pissed off, we feed them. Mm. They're hungry wolves. They go where the food is. We have to become loving people. And you don't love someone when you let them walk off a cliff. You love them when you say, hey, if you keep going this way, you're going to fall off the cliff. And that's that's what we're doing here. We're loving we're obeying the second great commandment, which is to love our na- your neighbor as yourself. If we were going the wrong way, we would want someone to encourage us to get back on the right track. All we're doing is following that commandment that Jesus gave us, which is actually following the commandments four through ten. We're warning you, don't get suckered into this. It's a terrible place to be. And you'll not only suffer in this world, but you'll lose everything in the next If we ascend on this planet, it'll be because we have that soul in us that was given to us at birth, and God activates our DNA so that our third eye works and our bodies become what they were before Adam and Eve sinned in the garden. It isn't going to be because the demons who've been wanting to kill us, all human beings from all time, are going to try to do anything to help us. They think if they kill us all, that they get the planet. All the books that were left out of the Bible that talk about the ancient times, talk about how the demons wanted to possess us and kill us so that they could take the planet because they'd rather be here than in hell. Well, anybody in their right mind would rather be here than in hell. And that's a biblical truth that was left out because the, the churches do not want us standing on our own with that still small voice of God in our hearts. They want to control us. There's a lot of money in it. Yeah. Yeah. But but also because of the timing where we are now, that everything we're experiencing, like that's go back to what I was saying, alluding to earlier. That's why we're seeing a lot of this evil, this darkness come to the surface because, and people showing it, you know, I was saying the safe turn the true, true colors. You know, you've got people that are clearly infiltrated here, like by the darkness. You know, people who um, were very, very much of the light and love and everything else like that. But you're seeing uh, very precarious ways being portrayed by a number of people at the minute. So you can clearly see that exactly what you're saying there, Jim. How you know these dark, these dark entities and that like literally are clinging on fire people. Um, so they don't go anywhere else. So, and then they keep everybody else here as well. Yeah. 
And Brad, you know the history of your great country very well and all the commotion going on with the, the natives from the country with the three main churches that did such horrible things to people for hundreds of years. Yeah. Yeah, we had, uh, you know, Hoko Wachasha, the last survivor of the Lakota Horse Nation. Um, he's a historian for the Lakota Horse Nation. 15 plus thousand years of history passed down through story. And 1993 Residential School in America and with Canada, China, Nazi, government party. I mean, everybody's been vindicated, unfortunately, to go, this is a Nazi CCP country, CCP-run country. We just saw that in Parliament a week and a half ago. Here we are, Canadian Thanksgiving right now doing a show, you know, and what you have to give thanks to is you're all here and you've made it thus far, but you can't just sit back and ride the fence for a little bit. Jim's already perfectly explained why. And so this has just been something that under the Commonwealth, stealing the wealth of the commoners, which is to suck your soul, time, energy, and money, whether it's through COVID, which Again, word, etymology, turn around is divak, and divak in Hebrew means the demon within, or demon possession within. So they've just been playing and pulling the wool over our eyes. But when, as soon as you wake up to it and you see the light, like we hear about this, right, you got to merge with your monad to invite in the supreme being. If you're already created, as every indigenous culture recognizes, if you're already created by a greatest omnipresence of divinity, there is no separation between you, a man or a woman, and that love, that source of unlimited love, right? It's already in your soul. Soul is an expression of that love, source of unlimited love. Soul. It's in Aramaic and Sanskrit and Hebrew. God's the source code within. God is the ultimate mathematician, right? So you don't need oh, to look out and, and look at a deity, you know, who might be Satan, who's posing as, who's Satan's wife, posing as an archangel, but is right there in front of us to inform and start doing spell casting. You know, you just get out there and do what's right and do what's of light and pray in your own form, or if you went the path like I became a Reiki master because I was raised in a Roman Catholic family and there were a lot of things as Jim Bishop Jim just mentioned you know if you think this thought God's going to strike you down you're like wow that just doesn't sound like the, the most loving you know if we're here to understand we can make mistakes or trip up and have this human experience and now here we are going okay you know what yeah whether you're spiritual and you say source or universe there's this one beautiful cosmic creator of divinity. It is both the father and the mother. And from that, we have an expression and we are leading our role as a man or a woman in this time. And the man, the divine masculine to protect the divine femininity. And then if you're in a family unit, as AJ is, and as Bishop Jim is a physical father of children and also a bishop in the church, then you're protecting your family, you're protecting your flock. That's what we need to do from any predator who wants to take down your flock, right? Mm. I'd like to tell you about a special number and a sign in the sun and the moon and the stars, if I could. Well, 
You mentioned awesome. numbers. The number 153, it is the uniform polypeta number. It's the only number like this in the, all our numbers. You take one in a cubit plus the five in cubit plus the three in cubit, you get the number of one plus 125 plus 27. That's 153. There's no other number that does that. If you build a triangle with circles and the, the top row is one and you add one to the next row, so you have numbers two and three and you add one, so you have four, five, and six and you go down 17 rows. 17, then very interesting number, the Q number. You end up with the last ball being 153. In the Bible, when the 153 fishes that Jesus catches just before the ascension also stands for, it is finished. Wow. Wow. And the number 153 itself also stands for, I am God. Mm. So Jesus is telling his apostles that his mission is finished and that he is God when he catches the hundred when they catch the 153 fishes. Now we all know the story of the birth of Jesus, the star of Bethlehem. The wise men saw the signs in the sun and the moon and the stars and they left Persia, probably the descendants of Daniel and his three buddies. And they uh, came to Israel to find the birth of the new king, the new birth. On this Saturday, the 14th of October, through looking like it's going through the constellation Virgo, the Virgin, a total eclipse of the sun will go from southern Oregon through the United States, exit the United States at Corpus Christi, Texas at noon. Corpus Christi means body of Christ. This will further travel through the Panama Canal. Panama meaning many flowers and canal. The many flowers birth canal. And it will exit South America at the town of Natal. N-A-T-A-L, which means childbirth. And above, and that's where the foot of Virgo is when it's drawn in the sky. And also at the foot of Virgo is, right now, is the asteroid, the child. I don't know if it's, what this sign means exactly, but I know it's definitely a sign in the, with the moon, the sun, and the stars. And we're getting very close to the crescendo of the battle between good and evil. So I would expect that something's going to happen Saturday or after Saturday because it's going to be the beginning of something new. This is the photo you sent me, Jim, so people can see the painting of the picture. It looks like the, a holy divine feminine. Yeah. 
of this solar eclipse that's coming up. And, yeah. uh, you know, when was the last time that the Lady of Fatima ever manifested herself in history? Um, I don't don't mean to put you on the spot. I remember you did a show about this just recently, and it's just coming to me now. That's fine. The last time uh, that she manifested herself was with Maria Divine Mercy in 2013, and the time before that where she manifested herself quite often was in Bayside, New York, with Veronica Lakin. And she appeared to Veronica Lakin in Bayside for a period of 20 years. And she talked about the corruption in the church and how the Roman Catholic Church had turned into the fourth church mentioned in the book of Revelations. A church of great faith and great works, but a very rotten and very corrupt clergy. And uh, of course, Veronica was silenced because the church didn't want to hear about all their misbehaving with children and child sacrifice and all those kind of things. And uh, there are people who say they see her still today at Magigoria. I believe that uh, that's possible. And there are priests who believe that, but the official church does not. But the official church has destroyed the sanctity of Holy Communion by saying the priests who are in the state of grace, or who are not in the state of grace, in the state of mortal sin, can consecrate the body of Christ and give it to other people who are not in the state of grace. And this is the fulfillment of Daniel chapter 10, verse 3, where I had I found no desirable desirable bread, nor faith, nor wine, nor flesh touched my lips, or my head was anointed, being a Christ, until the period of three weeks is over. So that's like the introduction of the Great Tribulation. And that started last fall, sometime between the beginning of October and mid-November last year, when Francis I, who if the Roman Catholic Church actually followed their own rules, would be excommunicated because you cannot tamper with Holy Communion and remain a Roman Catholic. It's in their canon law. And he has done that, and he's fulfilled Daniel chapter 3, or chapter 10, verse 3, which is done by the false prophet of the end times. So, we know Obama's the Antichrist from our understanding of Luke chapter 10, verse 18. I saw Satan, Barak, fall as, I mean, I saw Satan fall as lightning, Barak, B-A-R-A-Q, from the highest heights of heaven, from basically heaven as Bama and O is a connecting word. So we know that we were living in the time of the Antichrist and the false prophet. And uh, and we've seen the false prophet commit the abomination that makes desolate. The most precious thing in Christendom is the body of Christ. 
that people receive as communion or holy communion. And when you mess with that, that's an abomination that makes it desolate. Why wouldn't? Why would the? Why in the world would God, our loving Jesus, associate Himself with sin? He wouldn't do that. He comes into our hearts to bless us and to give us more grace. He doesn't want to be handled by unrepentant sinners who give it, who give his body in union with unrepentant sinners. He doesn't want to touch sin. He wants to forgive sin. And this is an abomination. So if you don't think we're in those kind of times where people are dropping dead from poisons called viruses, which are inflicted by shots, uh, evil governments that use directed energy weapons to zap people like they did in Hawaii. You don't think we're in those kind of times and, and people who are selling themselves for money? Um, you're not awake. You know what's um, what's really interesting about uh, that passage you had on the, the the map there, that Amos eight nine, mm-hmm. um, and it said, "And it shall come to pass in that day, uh, the sun go down at noon, and I will darken the earth in the clear day." So, eight nine was the queen's funeral, and her funeral was at midday. 17 yeah <laughs> so yeah but it's interesting to say about 153 as well uh, about how like all, if you cube it it all comes back to 153 but 153 equals 9 and 9 is truth and it's like it's it's a triangle isn't it? it's a perfect triangle yeah said, I am the truth the light and the way another triangle hmm. and we live in a triangle world we have male neuter and female, three sexes. We have height, depth, and width. We have solid, liquid, and gas. Mm. And that all goes to the Holy Trinity, the one God in three persons that created all of us. Yeah, yeah, it makes total sense. As I say to people, like with the pyramids, um, people say, "Oh, like, oh, why are they why are they shaped the way they are?" And I said, "Well." You know, we are a projection of our earth, right? So everything's projected through us, like as humans. So like mm-hmm. when we when we sit in meditation and we've got our energy centers that go all the way through us and shoot through our crown to the star chakra, etc. But when we're sat in meditation, we make that perfect triangle like over us, over our legs and under our base. Obviously, in a 3D sense, that would be a pyramid. And that's what the pyramids were, weren't they? They're giant energy vortex systems, like giant Wi-Fi machines um and that's in essence like representing what we are you know we're water-based electromagnetic beings and they are pyramids are water-based underneath electromagnetic structures um so again that triangle that perfect uh with the perfect with the perfect angles exactly so learn learn yeah. someone new every day folks on this show damn <laughs> <laughs> god is a trinity right there and as yeah. these Yeshua had said, I am God. When we know that some of the most powerful form of prayer is you start with the I am, you know, mm-hmm. create your I am energy. I remember learning that long ago. Oh, wait, this goes right back to the Bible. This goes right back to scripture. This is actually who we are to be, which allows us to express outwardly the I am 
energy of God within. Wow, where's that harmonic vibration come from? I am God. Hmm, interesting. From the heart center, from a place of love, you know? Incredible. Yeah, and the one thing about Holy Communion that people don't realize, and that's because a very good book was left out of the, the normal Bible, the book, first book of Adam and Eve, is the first offering that Adam made after he and Eve were thrown out of the garden. They were taught how to make bread by the angels because they had no idea how to make bread. And he took the bread to an altar on a mountain to offer it up to God for his bread. As he's lifting it up, like a priest does in consecration, Satan threw an arrowhead through his rib, underneath his rib, through his lung, pierced his heart. Adam dropped over dead and bled all over the bread. Mm. The word of God, who we call Jesus, came and restored Adam and showed Adam what Satan really looked like. And Adam and Eve never sinned again after that because they saw who the devil really was as he really is. When Jesus said, had I not promised to come in 5,500 years to redeem mankind, I am so touched by this offering that I would have, had I not made that promise, I would have restored you to the garden. And that would have been the end of the battle between good and evil. He was so touched by the love of Holy Communion. That's exactly why we can't allow it to become irreverent. Because that is the way for us to get back into the garden and show our wonderful love we have for Jesus, for God, our creator, whatever you want to call God, the father. He is our father. He is our mother. Whatever we want to call him, that's our way back to him through the bread of life and it's spiritual life and it's that meant so much to Jesus that he would have, had he not made a promise, which meant he would have gone back on his word, which he would never do, salvation history would have ended. That's how much that means to him, and that's why it's so bad for what's going on in the churches now. It's like a, it's like a routine. And it can be a very bad routine, and we expect God to do what man tells him. It doesn't work that way. We're supposed to, you know, if we, we're on a job and we want to keep the job, we don't tell the boss what, what to do. The boss tells us what to do. Mm -hmm. Because the boss has the big picture of how a company runs. When we're in the Army, when, you know, us company-grade folks don't tell the generals how how you know, what the story is and what how to do their job. They tell us what they want us to do because we're a piece of it. Well, we're a piece of, of real life, and God gives us these rules so that we can grow better and stronger and learn the lessons we're supposed to live in this world. And it's just one of those things that the, one of the most important gifts we have is the spread of life. And it 
was so important that Jesus came and restored Adam and told Adam the truth of how much he loved the offering and what that offering would have done for Adam and Eve had he not made a promise. And as much as he would have liked to, he kept his promises. God always keeps his promises. And the devil always makes promises he never intends to keep. And if we can choose to follow one of those two voices, and what are we going to do? Say, well, yeah, I'm listening to you. He says, well, I'm not lying to you this time. I mean, come on. We gotta, we gotta use our brains. Yeah. So, but 18 days after October 4th, where the FEMA little alerts went off in the United States, Russia, we were live streaming through, through it on the show here with our mutual friends, Kristen and Lance. And, um, and 18 days after that takes us to the 22nd and one and eight is nine. So perhaps the devil fears that 18 days after it, because of that may be the day of truth. I'm just throwing it out there, waxing upon hypothetically, which may be why they want to have a demon um, possession harvest, if you will, on that day. Well, mm. eight days after Jesus was born on what we know to be 9-11-3 BC, he was circumcised. And that's the first time he gave his blood for the redemption of mankind. So perhaps this is like a new birth and eight days later, a new circumcision, which basically marked people as God's children. And the devil's trying to grab as many souls as he can because he understands that People might be marked. Now, there is a part in the old, in Revelations, where people receive uh, oh, what do you call that? Mark. Um, holy smokes. Can't believe the I can't. There's the mark of Cain. No, this is the good mark. The good, the uh, seal of the living God mark. Hmm. It might be. That's why AJ's got all the tats on his arms. Got just in case we've got to make this right. <laughs> no it could be the day that because of a new beginning in eight days like a circumcision which marked Jewish people as God's chosen people it could be the day we we receive the uh, seal of the living God I think uh, I think we'll see a lot of things happen on 1010 tomorrow as in I'm not sure when this is going out but I think there's a lot of things that are supposed to be happening on 1010. I think the the announcement of the speaker of the house is 1010. I think all of that will come to light. And I think that could link up then, Brad, with the cards that you pulled for six days of darkness. So if you went from the 4th of October, we've literally we've literally been watching six days of darkness, haven't we? Like we've like mm -hmm. like literally yeah. in all in all areas watching what's happening in Israel, uh, at the same time the earthquakes and People aren't talking about the earthquakes in Afghanistan. There's like 10,000 people displaced, 2,500 dead, according to reports. But Afghanistan is the third eye planetary chakra. And when Afghanistan sees peace, 
that's when the real stuff happens. So it's like, look there, not there, look there, not there. But like uh, in terms of uh, cleansing the planet type of thing, that's, you know, underground activity again in Afghanistan uh, all at the same time. And it's like, uh, as well as what's happening within our own government, like squeezing people of an inch of their life, like, you know, financially and ethically and mentally. Uh, <laughs> at the same time, there's like all these crazy wars and people, everyday people are looking at the threat of being nuked because, you know, what the, what's being portrayed. I think the last six days has been just shown so much darkness, hasn't it? And pe- like, like I was saying before, there's influences all over the world that are showing darkness. So could we very much be, well be in that, that six days that, those cars pulled makes sense to me and you look at um i'm fortunate to partake with the alliance of indigenous nations uh at least twice a month and then uh connect with them as well on a weekly basis or members from the alliance of indigenous nations and if, if you go to their website right and for anybody that doesn't know this is a sovereign peace treaty is been signed by 52, soon to be 152 indigenous nations around the world, from Mongolia to the Maori in New Zealand to the uh, Lakota Horse Nation in the United States, all the way down to Peru and Africa, covers everything. And their prophecy is an Anishinaabe prophecy, which is when the wings of the condor from the south meet the wings of the eagle of the north then there will be one heart one peace in the world and they state that the prophecy has been fulfilled and now what we're seeing is this year and now what we're seeing is that taking effect and just look at what you're referencing aj afghanistan we look at iraq right bishop jim's deployment as an infantry company commander was to Saudi Arabia, Persian Gulf for Iraq, so he could battle Iraq. Well, what happened in Iraq in biblical proportions? We see that Nimrod back then built the town, the Tower of Babel, then fleed, changed Nimrod changed his name to Gilgamesh, and or excuse me, Gilgamesh, and Gilgamesh tried to take repository in Iraq. And Gilgamesh is the devil. And in the Mason symbol, you see the G. And what happens in the District of Columbia, right? You have the United States of America, each state, but each state is a slave to a District of Columbia, which is not a state. It's a city within it. And when you look at the goddess Columbia, there's some amazing things which have been brought up about that goddess, which likely is tied to the deity known as Ishtar, Satan's wife. And then you have that phallic symbol the monument in Washington, as well as all of these other monuments to demonic energy and times of Egyptian pharaohs not so great in those times as well. So all of this biblical history playing out before us to enslave us and take us over. So Satan can get your soul. It's just brutal. But we don't have to choose it, as we've been sharing right but yeah mm. look at those major things with the bush family go in resurrect Giglamesh, close the third eye chakra of afghanistan we don't want that awakening up as well as you know bishop jim and i uh, we first met together on a little spiritual team 
that would work on helping certain parts of the world and areas and whatnot. It's up to Jim to close how much you want to go into that. And the person who kind of like formed the team, she eventually started talking about, oh, there's an archangel named. Like, oh, interesting. Interesting. Really? Now we're seeing another person who was of the light is saying right now, guess what? There's an archangel named. What? Huh? No, yeah. I think I, I, of the benevolent light. It might have been an archangel before, but cast out of heaven. Mm. Yeah, don't don't do prayer toward that archangel's name. Uh-uh-uh. At the very just go pray to your creator. Just send love. Thank you. Blessing. They send out love and light. I am energy. Done. I remember I remember we were doing a clearing with and that Archangel Lucifer was called in and one of the uh, members of the team got possessed. Yeah, she fell to the floor. Yeah. And uh, and there were mistakes made in the clearings too. I mean, all the Brad and I were like newbies, and uh, we had to remind them to seal all open doors and open portals because if you throw them out, but you leave those open, not only did the same number come back in, but even more because they're allowed to they're allowed to do that so she was already being influenced by that uh by that force and and before that she was really a nice woman and i hope uh i hope she gets saved but uh i know that i'm not the one to help her and i know brad you're probably not the one to help her either but hopefully somebody on her team will uh will help her before it's too late. But she has also inherited the uh, awful spirit of gossip. And uh, yeah. that's a portal. That's a portal that kills a soul. Yeah. Yeah. It's going down their path. So then between now in October 22nd, aside from everybody watching this, listening to this podcast, watch the broadcast, share, you've got the Law of Encroachment Pair. I'll, it's down in the description um, on my show. As soon as we're done recording, I'll put that in there. So you have it from Jim saying that. What what else, Jim? And then AJ, what would you recommend people do as we're just between now? And get, right, get right with God. Get right with all your loved ones. Be a be a source of good. It's never. It's not too late to repent and come clean and come to God. But if you wait much longer, there will be a time where it will be too late, and you'll be absolutely screwed. So, don't wait. Think of God as the father in the story of the prodigal son. Doesn't really care what you did. If you come back to him, he'll. He's running to forgive you. Very cool. Absolutely. I think uh, just uh, just touching on what Jim said there, I think uh, forgiveness is a key word. You know, people have done things to you in your lifetime, to your family, you've done to them. I think like now is the time more than ever just to like, just wipe that slate clean in essence. Like, you know, for, 
forgive forgive them, forgive yourself. Um, because by taking that weight off your shoulders, in essence, you're then allowing yourself to like then fill yourself up with, you know, the the good stuff like gratitude and stuff like that and the things that are actually important to you, the things that actually make sense. Because by doing this, you're actually like allowing yourself more room to understand more of what's going on rather than like just constantly fixating things on, on the past, which you can't change, you know, because, so it doesn't technically exist. You know, like it's all about being present now and what you can do in the presence for yourself, um, as in like start looking within where all the answers are uh, and spending more time doing that than just giving everything that you have externally, you know, whether it be to false idols or whether it be to the news or whether it be to social media, whatever it may be, um, just start like taking that energy back um and that that you're you know you're happily giving away to everything else start taking that back start taking your power back um and by standing in your power like that you know you literally can't go wrong you can see everything that's happening in front of your eyes unfolding that's there for you and you'll see all the signs you need that your universe is looking after you and showing up for you every single day um you know as soon as you start doing that and um yeah and it's uh again we are in the most amazing times to be alive. And if you can't realize that there's a reason why. So like, let's look at those reasons. Why can't you see that is the best time to be alive? Um, and again, the answers will come to you. Like it's as simple as that. Um, and the more you keep just like doing that and, and only pay attention to people who resonate with you. Like don't feel like you need to follow every man and dog who's shouting on the internet, because again, that's just all flooding your brain with, nonsensical information usually that just confuses you there's no difference to listening to 50 different people on the internet than there is to the news it's still flooding your head full of stuff so protect your energy just focus on who or what content resonates with you and just stick with that because if that keeps you in a harmonious vibration on a daily basis that's how you stay in high vibration uh and you're only going to go to good places the end the end. Awesome. Wonderful. And for me, uh, I echo everything these gentlemen have said is incredible. I'm so deeply blessed and honored. And, and wherever you see darkness, that old saying, which has kind of been long forgotten, which wasn't so old, you know, see something, say something, you know, something's being done wrong, you know, step in to help write it. It's as simple as that as well. And, um, and involving people. So everything else that you guys have said here has been truly amazing. Uh, deeply appreciate it. And um, God bless everybody. So dear lions, lionesses, wherever you're watching this on Grace of God, Bishop Jim O'Connor's Rumble channel, and you have Mr. A.J. Roberts show, A.J. Roberts Mission Conference, uh, Consciousness, excuse me, Mission Conference. And uh, he holds a lot of conferences, though, himself. So it's wonderful. Check it out. And the Sovereign Soul Show. Remember, the Bling Buddha is our mascot firing red pills from 9 mil with the Punisher tattoo over his left breast representing save the children. Save your soul. Sound of freedom. Children, let's get it out there and do so with some laughter. Like AJ said at the beginning of the show, we're going to blow shit up. Being a royal engineer. And then Jim was an engineer at West Point. So it's awesome. Here we are. Gentlemen, thanks. Look forward to having you all back and chatting uh, sooner rather than later. God bless everybody. Awesome times we live in. So thank cool. you, everyone. Much appreciated. God bless. Good being with you guys today. Thank you.
Thanks for joining us on the program, ladies and gentlemen. Please like, follow, subscribe, share this with nine friends and family. And of course, if you enjoy our blinged Buddha firing red pills from his nine mil, let us know.